I have been trying to convince my husband for two years now we need a sister wife. My mom craved Arby's roast, roast beef sandwich. She was pregnant. They kept asking me, like, what's your birthing plan? I was like, get it out. So what do you have going on right now? Amanda, mm-hmm. is this annoying? So annoying. It's so good. Is it annoying that I'm chewing on candy while we're podcasting? I'm sure it's terribly <laughs> annoying, especially for those with like, what is that word? Miso, is it misophonia? Or what? they can't stand the, <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, These are really yummy. This, I'm, I'm eating a juicy fruit <laughs> flavored little sucky candy here that was sent to us. It's super fun. Yeah, what is the um, uh, Merida's? 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 It's yummy. It is delicious. Um, so, what are you liking these days? You watching a new show? What are you doing? Mm. Yes. What do we start? Um, I want to watch. Here's things I need to watch: Emily in Paris. No, I hear I'm not going to like it, but I feel like I need to know no. if I like it. No. The- um, I need to watch things like uh, the Tudors. I've never seen. I do want to see the Tudors. Uh, there's this new reality show called Snowflake Mountain, <laughs> and I'm only one episode in because it's it is hard to watch, but I am fascinated by this concept. But they take all these kids, or not really kids, they're adults, young adults, that they have tricked with like the idea of like this grand like villa somewhere for a reality show, and they put them in like the wilderness. So it's like fire festival. Like telling them they're going to be in these great villas and they're going to fly on a private jet and then they strand them on an island with a tent and a dirty mattress. Basically, basically. But there's these two guides who are like, they're like former military guys. And so they are trying to teach them survival skills and like life lessons. And the whole first episode is just these people finding out what's happening to them. And in the middle, these two guys literally blow up all of their luggage. What? And they're crying. Okay, I'm going to check this out. It's called, wait, Snowflake no, Mountain. Snowflake Mountain. That's funny. And yeah, it's a lot of confessional time, which could definitely be cut, but I can see why they're doing it. I would produce it differently. Mm. But it, it, there are some pretty funny moments. Interesting. I'm still, you know, there's some shows that I, are there any shows you haven't finished? Like, I just haven't finished Inventing Anna. So I feel like I know where it's going. Yeah, you know I, I the story already. It, but I feel bad. Like, it's like a book. Like, I have to finish. I want to finish it. Yeah. But I just haven't. So Inventing Anna is one of them. And then, uh, and then, uh, well, I'm still in Lost. I mean, as we know, that show's not going anywhere. How anytime. deep are you now? Uh, we just got to season four. We're in season four now. And it's getting a little weird. There's something about they're all dead now. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. They're dead, but they're not dead. I don't know what's happening. Oh. But like they, they get rid of characters, not in a good way, not in a Game of Thrones way. They get rid of characters and you're like, well, it just felt unfinished. Did they really go away? Yeah. And then really all of a sudden, gone? like little Walt, the little kid, and it's only supposed to have been like a month. And all of a sudden, Walt's standing over him saying, get up. And somehow this kid is three years older and standing there and telling him that, you know, so I was like, where did this kid, Walt and his dad, Michael, go? They go off on a boat. Where did they go? What happened to them? Did they get out? Like, they never kind of come back to the episodes. And then all of a sudden, Walt's there talking to someone and you're like, oh, there's Walt. We're, but it's been like a season that you've been missing him. So I don't know. Anyway, those of you at home that ever watched Lost know I'm just I'm living like 10 years ago. <laughs> uh, more like 15. 15. <laughs> Well, let's Maybe talk more. about our lovely guest today. I'm super excited because this she's a chef. She is a chef. And, and not she only knows she, some stuff. She knows about life. She knows about cooking. She is an inspiration for sure. Um, she is a self-described Southern Belle with Caribbean roots. Mm-hmm. She's going to talk a little bit about her Caribbean roots today, which is super fun. She goes as Chef Jamika. Of course. But she's Jamika Pasoa as her is her full name. 
Um, and she's a familiar face to those of you who have ever seen the Today Show or GMA or E Pop Daily or E Daily Pop, I think it's called. So she's been on every show as like the chef. Um, and she's on uh, uh, what's it called? The Dish. The Dish. Um, no, wait. The is it called The Dish? The Good yes, Dish. The Good, good dish. dish. The Good Dish. And it's fabulous. Yeah, she's been on Wendy Williams. So many fun shows. Anytime um, she's on a show, she's whipping up some yummy food. I can't wait to ask her about foods. Um, I, I'm just gonna have to like. When we're done with this podcast, I'm going to have to take her home with me and have her show me some secrets. Um, she's known as a dynamic wife, mother, businesswoman, inspiration. She truly is. Like, after talking to her, she is an inspiration. And Jamika started her career as a um, as a marketing executive, but soon pivoted to culinary school and never looked back. She's the co-host of The Good Dish, as we mentioned, and a familiar face just on daytime television in general. Her cooking style is Caribbean heat meets Southern sweet. Delicious, right? All that, those two things sound fantastic together. I need to try that. I feel like I haven't tried that real. Those, like, I want to. You can do it. I, I need to go to her I house. I need to be invited can. all the time. Um, she gets her inspiration from her grandmother, her bold flavors, and her unexpected twists. And since I'm a person who burns water, I am just wanting to surprise my husband, my husband, by like getting some little tips, recipes, all that stuff from her. So uh, let's bring her in so she can start telling us all about all the things she binges. Yes. Come on in, Jamaica. Guys, we are here with Chef Jamaica, as you know, right? Hello. Thank you. Thanks for coming in today. So you're a Nashville native? Yes. I've been here almost three years. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm, I'm loving it. I've Longer been all me. over the South, and now I'm in Nashville. I mean, and you say Nashville. Nashville? <laughs> well, we have a, you want to ask her the, well, I'm going to bring you out some comfy socks, because we keep forgetting to give our guests comfy. comfy socks. Ooh. You need some comfy Shoes socks. Shoes off. But she's going to ask you our question about what you call a Nashville. Okay, person. someone who lives in Nashville. Are they a Nashvillian uh-huh. or a Nashvillian? Nashvillian? Some might be Nashvillians, but I think a Nashvillian would be I, It's probably the technical term, but I think I prefer Nashvillian. Nashvillian. It we think rolls it's funny. better. There's blue, there's purple. What's socks you want? There's human. I think I will, I will put these on. They're so, these are like the longest, these are like Ugg boots. Oh my God, <laughs> those are so super, big. Actually, do those, those might funny. have the little tacky things on the bottom to help you from slipping. Oh, okay. These are great when you dance in the kitchen. You don't yeah. slip and slide <laughs> and fall over. Right. You would know. Well, you, I do spend a You're lot of time in the kitchen. You're going to have to teach me some kitchen. I need some kitchen tips because I am a bad cook. There's no such thing. Oh. Oh no, no, there is. No, no, no. There's no. I don't believe there's a such thing. We could make you. It's an look art. Like it takes practice. I might. I might need you to come over and do some tutorials. I with would me. happily do that. I, I need can... some. I mean, you know what I had for breakfast today was like a granola bar. So, <laughs> okay. Next time you put it in the air fryer, you toast it up. Get a little more. Something. Okay. There's a way to say you've cooked anything. Like, I need so much help. Come on. It's I... all smoke and mirrors. You can make it work as long as you don't kill anybody. You can cook. I burn water. I have literally had to throw away pots because I the first time. Okay, so here, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but when I was um, when I was first a mom, a new mom, mm-hmm. I got what Jessica Seinfeld's book, the uh, way to whatever it was about sneaking in vegetables mm-hmm. into your kids' food and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, it was all about like meal prepping on Sunday and like kind of cutting up your vegetables and all that stuff. And so I was doing that, but I was boiling the water for my mac and cheese. I was going to make some kind of mac and cheese with veggies. I don't know. And I started boiling the water. Got so busy with all the other prep that I then realized that the pot was on fire, like it was smoking. <laughs> so that pot had to be thrown away. Then I, um, so I started again, and this time I was like, I'm going to pay attention. I put the pasta in this time, but I didn't measure any pasta, and I just thought there was like no measurement about how much pasta goes in or how much water. So I filled up the pot with the pasta, did not knowing it expanded. 
And then it all, it was like popcorn. It like took over the pot, burned to the edges, and that pot had to be thrown away. So I just gave okay. up. No, it's all perspective. <laughs> See, you burn the water. You say burn. I say it was blackened. Blackened <laughs> water. See, it's pers- water. There you go. <laughs> Little Cajun essence there. It's all in perspective. You are not a bad cook. It's Oof. all how you talk about it, how Ask you Ask my about kids. It. I don't know. <laughs> They're still alive. They got so you're doing, a, you're doing something, right? <laughs> They're alive. <laughs> I tried to make popcorn yesterday. I got one of these silicone poppers. I decided I want to make my own popcorn. I don't want like the microwavable stuff anymore at home. And my son is obsessed with popcorn. He eats it like three times a day. So I got a silicone thing. I I put the stuff in. I put a little avocado spray on it, a little uh, pink uh, Himalayan salt Mm -hmm. on it. Put that in the microwave. Let it pop. Gave it to him. He goes, did you make this? I said, yeah. He goes, I'm not eating that then. Uh, It's popcorn. He's like, yeah, but I don't eat what you cook. How old is he? Nine. Yeah. And guess what? <laughs> cook for yourself, little man. Yeah. Oh, I would love you that. can have an opinion like that, then you cook for yourself. <laughs> I there would you love go. that. <laughs> Wait, so tell me, so you're living in the South now, but you grew up where? I grew up in Alabama. Oh, okay. Me too. There is, every time I say Alabama's in the building, no one ever replies. So I am so excited. I am here. We got a few in here. Alabama My girls. husband's one of them, so I feel like I'm um, really? Alabama what by of Alabama injection. Can I say that? No. Mm, <laughs> Ew. <about> that one? <laughs> you can say it, I but it doesn't mean maybe you should. I should. <laughs> yeah, work on a new word for that. But yes, born and raised Montgomery, Alabama. Okay, the so, capital. Yeah, yeah, capital city. So, yeah, but um, always been in the South and then went to college in New Orleans, lived in Atlanta for like way too long. You know how you say, oh, I'm going to move here. It's just going to be a few years, figure things out. <laughs> Ten years later. Fifteen oh, years yep. later. Oh, yeah. It was like, OK, I think we need to finally make that move. And then went to Los Angeles and then I found Nashville by accident. And it's such I don't know if we should be talking about how great it is because then more people will come. I know. And it's pretty packed right now. Oh, yes. We are filled to the brim, people. We don't, are. Don't, don't keep coming. But <laughs> I found it. I did a show out here and it was like, I think I kind of like this place. And everybody was so great. And everybody that I talked to said, buy something and buy something now. Right. Yeah. This was before. Oh, you got in a good time. Oh, yes. We I came got in, in a bad time. I came about a year after you. Oh, well, see, we, we should have known before the other. pandemic. Then. Right. Six months before the pandemic oh, came. Wow. So, yeah, we came right in and stuck in and was like, OK, I think we like it here. So it, but it's the people are friendly. The music yeah. is great. The food is outstanding. Oh, I have I mean, I go to the gym, but like my hips haven't missed a, a beat. We I eat. <laughs> oh, we have I a have good old time. biscuits and fried chicken has made me. Mm. I am not my uh I'm not my old self anymore mm, now that I'm living down hum, here. Mm, mm, <laughs> just thinking about biscuits. Mm, oh, the biscuits down here are so good. And I can't not have them. It's like, it's insane. And you I know, need someone like, to teach me. My grandmother attempted to teach me biscuits. And I used to make them with her. And I sat down to make them. I'm not sat down. Started to make them not long ago for my family. And they were wretched. And I well, am a good And I was going to get you biscuit on? stuff for I don't your know birthday. What I but did. now Jamaica did the cold you. butter. I did cold butter. I did... White lily flower. Mm-hmm. I did shortening. I did everything that I thought I was supposed to do. I don't know what I did wrong. We're going to blame the oven and the flour. I don't know. We're not going to blame you. But let me just say this. If you've never had a biscuit with cream cheese folded in, you're missing out on life. Wait, Wait a second. Can you be my secret weapon? My husband hates me because he's from Alabama and he can cook. and But he had to learn because I couldn't and he likes to eat. So... If I could surprise him with some okay, homemade you want me biscuits, to do the hands, <gasps> and do it, girl. Oh, oh, and then we'll like switch it off, and I'll put it in like my tins okay, or something. Okay, I'm telling you, it's gonna be so good. You might get pregnant again. I don't know. <laughs> He's gonna be like, baby, these biscuits are amazing. Let me. 
Speaking of injection. injection. Yeah, there you go. Now the word is appropriate. There you go. But yes, cold <laughs> butter and cream cheese. Okay. Hold it in. It makes like the fluffiest. It's like a pound cake meets a biscuit. So do you use it's so much lighter and fluffier. Instead of buttermilk? You can do the buttermilk too. Okay, but it's the spoke. cream cheese just adds another dimension of and it's very it's very subtle. Like, what'd you do to this? Like that's the question when someone takes what'd you do? What is this? I could see that and you happening. Don't answer it. I, I mean, don't let them do know. Cream cheese in my mashed potatoes. That was something my mom taught me when I was young. Like at the holidays, we always added cream cheese. We don't do it normally. I like to, but you know, I, and I know a lot of people don't add cream cheese to their mashed potatoes. But that's a little because they're missing out. They don't. They weren't raised properly. They don't know any better. <laughs> but cream cheese is like my secret weapon. I put that thing in every. It, like it saves the day. Like you put it. I put it in soups, sauces to make them creamy instead yeah. of adding like a whole bunch mm-hmm. of whole milk. Put it in there. I put like it in full fat cream cheese. We're talking about. You can do full fat. Sometimes I not do the whipped the, kind. Not the, no, 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 not the spread. Like the bar. Stick to. The, it's got to be in a bar. It's. The best thing, Velveeta and cream cheese. Oh, the best things Velveeta. Things that will survive in an apocalypse. <laughs> yes. There you go. But yeah, I put in my, if your cakes are dry, like my pound cake, I whip some in there. I put in my pies. You get that crack in the middle of the pie. It saves the pie to wow. put some cream cheese in your pie. Cream cheese is the greatest thing on earth. Let's just say. Yeah, oh, I guess yeah, so. You know it. I only know I am a potatoes. professional chef, classically trained, and cream cheese is my <laughs> Where did you, so you, you went to, you learned to cook in New Orleans? No, I learned to cook in Atlanta. I went to oh, the oh, Art Institute of Atlanta, and then I also studied abroad, too. So I did a turn in Austria okay. and Italy. Greatest time ever. Food Wait, did you so do amazing. woofing? Because I think we talked about this before. My sister's a chef in Paris. She's she's 27. Oh, she's she's young. Too. Or 25. Oh, to be 27 in Paris. Oh, But gosh. she was like woofing and making her own camembert and all this. Like. Well, I wasn't that fancy making my own camembert. <laughs> but I was living it up in... It was so funny. Um, the funniest story. I mean, the food was amazing. At the, the chefs... We had a, an instructor who pulled up in like a convertible, like a Corvette, and he cooked in leather pants. Ooh. And he didn't speak a word of English, and I was just sitting there like, I don't know what he's saying, but this is the greatest culinary instructor. He's like, you try? And that's the only thing you can say, you try. I was like, I will eat try. anything yes, you tell I will. me. I will and try. Though, who cooks in leather pants? And just, in so, the yeah. heat of Italy, too, like by an oven. But he was the coolest thing ever. And it's so funny, like we would go out on culinary tours and go around and eat, and this was the time when Destiny's Child was like the hottest thing ever. So I had braids, and I, we were out looking, and then I hear some tourists, and I hear, um, Beyonce. And I was like, Beyonce's here? Who is this? They thought I was Beyonce. I would have lived that of, life. Yeah, it was a bunch of tra- Asian travelers, and I was like, so wait a minute. I was like, they think, yes, let me I pose. Like, All the women who end up in. I was, so some poor set of travelers, they went back and said, we met Beyonce. And they're like, no, you didn't. Oh, you did so not. Funny. But yes, I was Beyonce in Italy for a week and a half. It was great. I love that. Best time of my life. I love that. Wait, so with like all these cooking shows, so obviously you were on the, um, oh. The, oh gosh, I've done them all. I know. <laughs> well, we, well, okay, first of all, you can tell us which one was, the, not many people are listening. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, are you kidding me? They're all listening. Which one was your, which one was your uh, like favorite to be on? Favorite to be on? Um, like was there one that was more fun or they let you do more crazy recipes or? It 
it depends on the network. Um, I will say the most fun I've had is doing the talk show, The Good Dish, because it was just like the they would just have fun, say whatever. When you're kind of on other networks, they're like, oh, can we kind of stick to this? And I find I talk. It's a lot of oh, well, it's textures and this. When I'm a judge, well, you know that really didn't work for me. It, I needed more depth and a little more innovation. Like I just have a whole script. You pull out yeah. all the words and the mm-hmm. textures and the colors and all that. The I will say the not so fun one was when. When I was on Chopped Junior, the kids were beautiful, oh. but God, what they put together. One oh. one young man, I'm pretty sure he's he's moved on and he's now just the most amazing chef. But he did orange soda and ricotta cheese oh. in a taco oh. and whipped it in a fish taco. So oh. I was like... You lost me with the fish. I was like, oh, you can, that, I got to eat this and I got to say something nice about it because I can't crush this little man's no. dreams in front of me. And he whipped the, and he's describing it. So I whipped the orange soda in and the ricotta cheese. And I was like, if I throw, I'm throwing up in my mouth right now. Fish. And fish on top of it. So, See, now have, I'm like a five-year-old. That actually sounds good to me. Minus the fish part. Yeah, you should have been that judge. <laughs> and I was just, but I, I will say when I judge, I'm like the Paul Abdul of judges. If I hate what you made, I'm not going to tell you that because I'm not there to crush your life. But I will say, look at you and your little apron. You just look like a little <laughs> rock star. I just love your personality and you shine. So, yeah. You say like things like so inventive or like, you're so you creative. Are a, you are a superstar. Like, I don't do this again, but I know <laughs> that you have something great up your sleeve to come. Like, you are, like, I just big them up because I'm like, I want them to keep cooking, but just don't cook this again. Oh, I'll never do this in front of me though. again. I love it. You're so sweet. So, I like yeah. that there's someone being nice out there. Well, no, because I've, I've done the competition shows, and I mean, it really sinks into your head. I mean, the trolls that you get on the internet, imagine oh, yeah. three people sitting in front of you telling you that to your face. Like, yeah. that is the kind of, like, what was that? This is horrible. The texture's off. What were you thinking? Did you, like, you get those things, and some make it to the show, and some don't. So, a lot of times, I was competing. I was like, should I keep doing this? This is, and yeah. then you win the challenge. So, it's, they, they just play with you. They, yeah. they have, they have to tell you good things. They have to tell you bad things. That's the name of the game. So, I enjoy sitting on the other side of the table versus having to sweat it out. So, what's your favorite show to watch then, like cooking shows? It's tough because I know the secrets now. Yeah. So, so that's, I'm wondering which ones feel more authentic to you yeah, and which ones are full I won't crap. call names, but sometimes you can tell. Like, I don't even have to watch where they're cooking. The sadder stories, it's like, I want to win this money so that I can go back to the orphanage where I came from and give it the money back. to. I was like, this man's going to win. I don't even care what he makes. Uh, like, yeah. this story, you have to let him win this. So it's, Well, that's so... You ever, have you watched, like, all the seasons of MasterChef by any chance or no? Not all of them, but it's I can kind of weave in and it's like, oh, So my okay. stepdad was a contestant. I think it was, like, season nine. Really? He was known as the Silver Fox. He was the older gentleman from Malibu. Who created Malibu Sunshine Donuts? Ooh. And he was hated by the cast, by um, the audience. But Why? because of that reason, he was like the villain. Well, because they they always said that because my mother was a producer, so he was a stay at home dad, oh, okay. and he was from Malibu, so, and he was a little fancy. I mean, he he acts fancy. He's he actually from that. an orphanage in New York, believe it or not. But um, <laughs> he should have told that story. I, maybe, loved yeah, it. <laughs> I don't know that he likes to tell that story, but he but that's like his backstory is actually like a pretty sad upbringing. But then you know he's he's doing all right for himself, and um and so they picked on him ruthlessly yeah. and on the show. And so, uh, but it's interesting because he, we got to have him on because he's mm-hmm. a hoot. I want the donuts. So he's, oh yeah, he makes these great donuts. But, um, and, and his friends went on to do great things. They have great restaurants all around 
the country, really. And I think one of them, Scot- Scottish Francis is one of them. I think he actually I think he makes donuts in Brooklyn or something now. But um, but he like he's well known now for being a, a contestant on MasterChef. But you knew he wasn't going to win because he's like looked at as the spoiled brat on yeah. the show. But they have you have to. I look at shows now objectively, like when people watch at home and they're like, why would they keep them on? That was terrible. Like you have to tell a story. Of course. And so you and you have to have those ebbs and flows and that person that everyone's rooting for, that person that you kind of love to hate. Like that's just a part of the game. And it's not personal. And I realized that when I did my first big time show, I guess, was Next Food Network Star back in 2009. And I love that show. I I loved it too till I did it because let me tell you that's how I feel about a lot of things. All right, let's dig in here. Well, yeah, because I am nowhere near a contract, so I can tell you all the, all the things. But it took such a mental toll because, like, I had to like sit for three months and just kind of get my head together because you go through so many things. It's like. They take you to a secluded place. Like it, when I tell the story, it so sounded like I was, this is what I complain about with Dance with the Stars. It's the production moments, right? And now that you've done a lot of them, you you understand like the production side of it. You, I that... understand, but when you tell the story, it sounds like someone's kidnapped you because they leave you at, <laughs> like they have you in this weird house and security is outside the door. They take you in a van and all the windows are blacked out. You don't know where you're going. They don't tell you anything. They just drop you off. You show up and then you see a judge and say you're gonna cook. Time starts now. I'm thirty. I'm like, wait, what? where the what? hell am I? What am I doing? Like, that's terrifying. It sounds like maybe that should be a concept of a real show. You just get someone throws you in a van, kidnapped. puts a bag over your head, we just and then kidnapped. <laughs> kidnapped. Kidnapped. Find kidnapped your in instead of like Amazing Race, it's like find your way home. Like Cap- the captive kitchen. Captive, captive kitchen. kitchen. You have to cook your way. Cook back something home. and then you get to leave, but you got to find your way home. At Impress the end. us. Okay. We need, all right. We need a treatment for this lady. <laughs> I think we're going. Ooh, I know. I know. Wait. The food still has to be hot by the time you get home to feed it to your family. <laughs> so you got to find your way home quickly. Good luck. You have no idea where oh you're going. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so it's that. So it took a minute for me just to kind of figure out who I am. I'm okay. And then you don't know how the edit's going to go, and you got to wait. Yeah. Like, you feel that so far in advance, and you got to sit there quiet. You don't know what how the editing gods Reality are going to play are you bizarre, out. right? Oh, gosh. It's they they really get to your head. So I have compassion for people that do them. On any level. And the producers, they have a job, too. They have to tell a story. Yeah. So you got to, it's the name of the game. When you sign up for it, You, I wasn't fully aware of everything They're that I was signing up for. They're trying to get you. Like, I did a racing show called The Race in the U.K. where they put us on two buses on the Silverstone racetrack in the middle of the U.K. or, like, outside of London. And we had to stay on this racetrack and race a different car every day. But they put women on one bus and men on the other. And they... We we're supposed to be women versus the men. Like our scores were supposed to total up, and did the women win more than the men? Mm-hmm. The men all had racing experience. The women didn't. But they put you on that bus, and they don't let you talk to your uh, your family except that I was allowed an hour a day with my son, who was only like six months old at the time. So I wouldn't do the show unless they gave me an hour a day with him. Smart. And so, but no one else was allowed. You're not allowed any outside contact. So they you don't know drive anything you that's crazy. going on. You're with these strangers, and they put personalities together, and then they pitch. They you're, the producer is your only friend, really. Yeah, and you really do forget the cameras are there, and you're like, so well, such and such, she was talking about you today. How do you feel about that? Yeah. And they like, and you're so, tired, and they put they. It's so it's they know what they're doing. They but the, I understand they have a job to do. But yes, you have no. They take your wallet. They take your. There's phone. no way to vent you to know, anyone. Like call a friend and be like, and oh, you I can't, can't stand vent this to the person. competitor because yeah. she's coming to get you tomorrow yeah. in the kitchen. So yeah. it's like, oh yeah, I don't miss that world. I don't miss that life. So you wouldn't do Celebrity Big Brother, is what you're saying? 
thought about it though, I, but I, I don't know if I'm malicious enough to kind of. Cause I know I don't. I can't keep like a, a secret. I'm a terrible care. liar. I would just be like, I'm trying to get you out of the house. So yeah. I'm just letting you know. Like, I like you, but I don't like you enough. Yeah, I, want the, I need this money, so I'm just gonna take you. Like I'm yeah. not that person, but. Yeah, I've thought about it, though. Yeah. I, I don't know. You'll have to give me some tips on how no, I don't, really... And I don't even know that show. I feel like you have to, and we have some friends But that you've done, done so it. many shows. You, I was so naive. I didn't realize... They're going to kick you off if you're not interesting enough. So if you're not mean, they're going to kick you off. Okay. And if you're not a favorite, they're going to... Like, this would happen, I feel like, or with I me with Dancing with like, Stars. Or if you walk around in a bikini all day, they'll keep you, too. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, do yeah. some crunches, yeah. and maybe I'll do that. Yeah. That'll be my ploy. I'll just <laughs> walk squats. around. I'll just cook in a bikini all day. That's I love it. Now... I, I'm all for ruin all the shows for me except for Great British Bake Off. I love that show. You can't ruin that one for me. No, I never will. Okay, thank you. I never will. I I watch it. I I imitate the accents on the show. So good. <laughs> I love doing impersonating accents. Like that's my. That thing. is is that that seems to be the favorite. Like oh, of all the I don't know shows why. At least. Yeah, I adore it. Paul just... Hollywood looks into your soul. I did an episode of one of Ramsey's shows. I guess it was Hell's Kitchen in Vegas. Mm. We shot it in like 20, my sister was pregnant, 2019, I think it was. And of course, 2020, no, we shot it in like 2018 and my sister was pregnant. The show came out in the middle of the pandemic. People were like, well, you're not wearing a mask. Well, why are you in that busy restaurant? And I was like, um, my sister had that baby and it just turned a year old. Like it had taken so long for that show to come out that people thought I was like breaking all COVID rules. About it. No, yeah, that's no. the thing. You And, I, and I didn't know anything about it. All I knew was I was sitting there and they were feeding me. Like I like, like literally wasn't <laughs> like, part I'm of it. I'm just here for the free food. Oh. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I had to play a chef on my last show on Netflix called No Good Nick. And I had to play a chef. So I got a knife skills course. Oh, just good. one day. Just one day. I can't stand when I see shows and I'm like, what? They, no one taught her. You don't even hold oh, a no. knife like I'm, that. You don't even do that. I like, hope I held the knife that. right. Like I tried to really pay attention to it, but I'm also trying to remember my lines, you know, keep my neck up so I don't have fat chin. <laughs> like, you know, all these things. <laughs> the things that people don't realize that we have to think Be about. Be funny, <laughs> you know, and not cut my finger off. But um, but yeah, I was. I remember like I, I better look like I like to look like I know what I'm doing. Like I can't say when someone's holding a guitar and they got their fingers wrapped all the way around the the neck, you know, they're not playing. Like, like they, I think uh, Will Ferrell does you? that a lot. They just throw you out there. So at least you they you were you you were prepared. I tried. I did one day, and then I did have to learn uh, how to mark farfalla. Um, uh, me and the little girl who played Nick um, had to be making pasta, so I did take a pasta course on okay. how to make. Homemade, handmade pasta. Okay. Look at you being professional. I can't remember it, but preparing I, for but your she can't cook. I know, right? Just has professional experience. I just know how to. This is the thing about <laughs> actors. Like, this is why actors think they know everything because we learn a little bit about everything, right? If you have to play a lawyer, you have to play a doctor. There's certain terminology. There's certain things you know how to do. Maybe you know how to hold a scalpel. Maybe you know how to, you know, uh, say I object. Whatever it is, right? You know, a little bit. I know how to race car drive a little bit. I know how to dance a little bit. I know how to play the flute a little bit. Like, I yes, know how to so hold you, a knife. You have an opinion about everything. I so think in I know my everything. professional opinion as a race car driver for 42 <laughs> minutes. I would say. <laughs> I say you have to be um, full throttle by the apex and uh, hug that turn. So what do you have going on right now? Oh, goodness. Um, this was, I think, the first week where I was like, wait a minute, I'm still at home? Because I travel, I'm on a plane a lot doing, if it's not press, then doing cooking shows and just all kinds of things. So um, right now, the daytime talk show, The Good Dish, mm-hmm. 
is streaming now on Freebie. Yes. So that's really exciting because when we were we were out, it, season one was on syndication. Mm-hmm. So some of the country saw it. It depends on where I am. People recognize me or <laughs> other parts of town where I'm like, it didn't show in Detroit. I could pull my ball cap down. Nobody will know who I am. <laughs> I can go on the Target. No one will recognize me. It's okay. So, yeah, so we're streaming now so everyone can see that. I'm working um, on... Some other things I can't really talk about. That's all right. Yet. You know how that is. Mm-hmm. But we share a manager so I can find out from yeah, him. <laughs> he'll give you all. But we're, I'm in a different space in my career because I've been a chef now almost two decades. So I've been in the kitchen for a really long time. And I've done so many things. And I've, I feel like my checklist, my bucket list, I wanted to do this. I want, I've, I've done it all. Yeah. So where my, I am now is like I am open to what's new and what's next. So it's like, I'm like, well, I can, I've been in TV for so long. Maybe I'll try acting. And I'm having fun with that. I started playing the guitar. I got, I'm taking oh. guitar lessons because I want to know wow. what else I'm good at outside of cooking. Yeah. Cooking will always be there. That's my love. It's what I do. But it's like, what else can I do? Let me test my, my knowledge out. Let me see what else creatively I can yeah. come up with. So that's where I am now. I'm open to receiving what is to come next. That's awesome. Excellent. So, You're like on a new... Period of like, self-discovery. I know. Yeah. And then guitar you playing play chef, I could be whisking and guitar playing. That I, that might be the new hot TikTok. I don't oh, know what might be. Do. I love it. I, <laughs> I love don't know. this. But I'm, I'm open. I feel like a lot of people, they stay in, in their career. They're in one space. This is what I know. This is where I'm comfortable. It's like, try it. Yeah. What... If you still know what you know, I can always go back to the kitchen if, yeah. if it doesn't work out. Yeah. But I mean, like, you got to eat every day anyway. That is true. What is your favorite meal to make? I just need to know because I need a new, I need something to make. <laughs> She's like, what are you cooking tonight? So what are you I making dinner? What is my favorite meal to make? This is going to sound like a drag of an answer, but it is true. And I'll explain it so you maybe you'll understand. One of my favorite things to make is soup. Oh. Boring as hell. But check it. Soup, life is like soup. It takes time. It takes patience. You have to let it simmer. You can't boil. You can't cook it too fast. You can't do move it. You got to move it at the pace that it needs to go. You develop flavors. You start it from the ground up and you build. So for me, I psychologically align everything in my life with soup. And at the end of it, you take these scraps, you take what you have, and you make something amazing. I want to make soup. I feel See, like that's soup what would I'm be saying. Good, yeah, and you get you. It's instinctual. It's like okay, you got to taste it here. How would this? You go by the smells, the textures, the herb. People just like because soup comes in a can. You don't think anything about it. But for me, it is my real test of how do I build flavors. How do I? It, oh, wow. And this it's, is okay. It's a process. I want to do this. So that's what I'm because I love soup and there's nowhere to get soup. Why can't I go to a place and pick soup? If you look at my Google history, like I will Google soup near me because I really love. <laughs> this is such a horrible answer, but I love soup. Of course, you were looking like so. Where is she eating? Where's the hottest cool places? Soup is, it's a what mind is your, thing for Okay, me. what is your go-to place in Nashville? I need to know for soup. Or three top places. Probably a, a Thai restaurant because there's so many uh, levels. Like a Tom Kakai? Uh, yes. There's so, like in every bite, Eastern there's Peak. something different. Have you had theirs? Eastern Peak? Ooh, no. See, that's the thing. I'm in Nashville for years now, but I haven't really been outside yet. Because yeah. pandemic, I get pregnant. Like, yeah. you can't, all the best restaurants don't open until 5 o'clock. I'm not taking the... Have you been to The like, Optimist? I'm going to bed at 5 o'clock, thank yeah, you. Exactly. I'm tired <laughs> by 5 o'clock. Tell my 16-year-old that last night was like, if you want to watch a movie with me, I'll be home at 10. I'm like, no. What? 
You want to watch a movie with 10. me, you'd be home at 9. What kind of human 16? are you? Yeah. I'm not ready for 16. Wait, I got so five and one and a half. I'm not ready for 16. Oh, oh no. so fun. The first, I always say the first five years go really slow, and then after that it flies. Really? Next thing you know, they're driving, and you're like, where'd you go? Oh, jeez. Okay, strap in. All right, I got I'm ready. six-year-old twins and a nine-year-old. Oh, look at you. And Oh, God bless you. Oh, twins. They're this. great. She likes her kids. It's weird. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Well, just, let me, let me talk to me about that. Because sometimes you're like, and it's so hard to yell at them because they have your face. And it's like, oh, I just want to strangle you, but you're God so cute. God knew what he was doing, making my, them look cute. Look at my face. Making them cute. Oh, like yeah. That. Even the magical ones, though, they'll grate on your nerves every once in a while. But they're, we've just graduated out of the little kid life, you know, mm-hmm. and you're right on the cusp with one of them. Okay. But now— Teen years are challenging, but it's also— it's a dis- it's like what you're talking about, like a discovery phase of like a new phase of like you can talk to them on a different level. You can share movies and songs with them that maybe you couldn't before. Like, Well, and that's what I'm starting to discover. Like I'm a creative person. My kids are creatively wired and we're enjoying some of the same things for the first time. Well, that's cool. And so it's been a, a really fun summer for us for yeah. that, that kind of thing. I am preparing for conversations because mm-hmm. I feel like now as a parent looking at what my parents did, I feel like they didn't have enough conversations with me. Do you know what's funny? My 16-year-old literally said that to me last night. He wanted to go to his friend's house for dinner. He wouldn't come spend time with me. And he said, but they talk in a way that we don't. And I was like, well, tell me how. <laughs> like, how can we What do we bring up a topic that they talked about? But he yeah. loves the conversations but it's he the con- has. And it's real conversations because it's like... You tell your kid, put your money in your piggy bank. But do you really tell them about wealth and how to save and how to... Like, my parents just... You just kind of throw your kid out there and you hope they swim. When it comes to, like, real relationships, you hope they figure it out. But are you really giving them the information about interacting with other people, even about themselves? I didn't have a real conversation with my mom about my body, and my mom was a pediatrician. Oh, wow. But she never... Full disclosure, my mother's Caribbean, so... (laughs) picture a Caribbean doctor and she would just come home. She would never really tell us about relationships and sex. She'd be like, this boy come in me office today. He have gonorrhea. The boys are nasty. Don't touch the boys. <laughs> Him have the, he, she used the fear factor yes. on you. So I was just like, all oh, boys have gonorrhea? What do I do? <laughs> she just gave us the horror stories yeah. but never told me like, this is what this is and your yeah. body does this. She didn't give you the book Our Bodies Ourselves like some hippie no. women did on the I, play I, I was doing? She and... did not break. It was the horror I still have it if you story. want to read it. I have. I, I need to read from. I'm I have still a 1970s. I'm 43. I'm still learning things like, whoa, I didn't know my body could do that either. But like, I want to, I'm like thinking about the conversations that I need to have yeah. with my girls yeah. about being girls and about like the real conversations. See, that's and why not I wish I had them girls out there. so I could have conversations. You can have them. I'll give them to you. I feel like <laughs> I got all these boys and I feel like I've got, I've got a, a wealth of knowledge I want to share and I can't share it. Like they won't, they won't listen. They, first of all, they don't want to listen about my daughters-in-laws. I know. They don't want to hear about my wedding. They don't care about my dress that's been wrapped away for 19 years now. They don't care about, you know, they're like, we don't care how you and dad met. We don't care. <laughs> like the little one actually is kind of like, mom, tell me about, thank God. But I think that's going to change. But someday they need too. to know about that relationship so that they can learn how relationships work yeah. and how to communicate in relationships. Like you're successful with your husband. Like even if they don't want to hear about it, they'll see it. So well, they're I still picking up. Early on, you have but, to like kiss your husband in front of them often, like just as a, like a sign of like, we are, you know, how we, to show affection. Show, we have, yes, yes we have. They don't, they don't pick, they, if you don't, open them up to that, you assume that they you they will know and then they come home and they bring this jerk of a guy and you're like, why'd you bring him home? You didn't t- 
tell me what to do with. Yeah. Like, you didn't tell me what to look for. You just told me everywhere had gonorrhea. You didn't tell me that the ones were clean <laughs> and what to bring home and what to look for. So I'm This really... one said he didn't, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm really thinking about the conversations and marking them. And I'm, I'm talking to moms, like, how do we say this? Mm-hmm. What do we do? Like, the real conversations that, that you're going to have to have. When I, so I, my boy is my oldest. And so... It, Bless him. He's the guinea pig. You know, there's so yeah, many things the that burnt he's pa- going to go My through. sister always says the burnt pancake. The first yeah. one's always the burnt pancake. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, I, you know, I've tried with him on several levels, and he's nine, so we're kind of getting to that point where we really do need to have, you know, some grown-up conversations and things. But I've already, like, got it mapped out for my girls because I think of, like, all the things that, that I don't— said or didn't say to yes, you. and I don't want them yeah. to be taboo for them. And There's some things yeah. women never talk—never heard about. I never no. learned the proper things about giving birth. Movies, TV shows don't make it—that's re- not real. No. And I feel like even the birthing classes don't really— Nobody really tells you how it's going to be. I feel like, and until you're until you're <laughs> deep you in really it. Really prepare, because no. I remember they kept asking me like, "What's your birthing plan?" I was like, "Get it out." Like, I, what, what, what is? Yeah, I need hurry a plan up, make sure it's alive and healthy. But even no, before that, but things like in the movies, this is what drives me crazy. There's oh, only movies. been a few, maybe Gosh. Handmaid's Tale is the only one I've ever seen that really does it. Where when you're in labor, by the way, for those at home that haven't had babies yet. It's not that you your water breaks and all of a sudden you have a contraction and then the baby comes. <laughs> like your water might not break. It might break. It might break a day early. It might it doesn't really mean the baby's coming. But also like the labor pains that like it's one minute of labor pains and then maybe five minutes of not. And I don't think anyone really understands they don't really tell you that. And also another thing I'm just starting to experience is gonna be menopause. Like Nobody talked about the proper things. I just read in a book that menopause, perimenopause lasts 10 years, can last up to 10 years. And then menopause happens kind of quickly. But it's the perimenopause that's like the hot flashes and all this other stuff. I didn't know that. And you're walking around like, why do I feel like I'm being dipped in hot oil? That's what I remember (laughs) saying. And my doctor was like, oh, honey, let me tell you where you are. I was like... They, but yeah, no one. We don't, and so you don't guys have get to, the conversation. You get to share that, that with your daughters. Conversation about. I'm gonna have to have daughters-in-law that hopefully like me, so I can have that conversation. Well, have the conversation if they'll listen. Have them with the boys because they still need to understand what the girls are going through. That's true. Like that's the thing we assume that conversation should only be for boys and only be for girls. Have it regardless. Yeah, oh, I love, need to talk about it. So, Turning Red, that new Pixar movie that came oh, out. I haven't this seen year. it. Yeah. I loved. That movie because and granted I didn't know what we were getting into when we turned it on we just knew it was a new Pixar movie but at the end like I mean my, my son is not necessarily well versed in like what happens but it opened the door for me to be able to have that conversation with him in a completely non-awkward way but it's also funny because different kids want different information my oldest one wants to know nothing about his body female body anything he's like please don't la 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 right like puts his fingers in his ears the middle one was kind of like hey mom uh, can you tell me how the baby gets in there? You know, so he wanted a little bit of information, but then curious. he was like, enough, that's enough. <laughs> and the little one is like, tell me about your period. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, they're all so different. And I don't know if it's, I don't think I did anything different with them, but they're like, you know, some of them, and my brother, my brother, God bless him, was raised with three older sisters and four younger. So he, or what's the other way around? No, he had, yeah, three older, four younger. And the guy is like the least afraid to go buy tampons. Like he knows exactly, he's like, do you need super? Or are you good with a, you know, petite? What, what, are, we, what are we talking about here? It's, it's not that big of a thing. But school the youngest one, he'll teach them. Exactly. Yeah, they'll yeah. come to him and say, so what did mom tell you about periods? So yeah, they'll- And then of course the whole thing about respecting women and, you know, making sure we yeah, raise good little boys to be great men. If you really sit down and think there's so many conversations you have to have, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's overwhelming to me. Like, Well, and then you go, did I... 
did I did I have that conversation? Did I do it right? Should I have, you know, uh, with my son turning 16 and stuff, I was like, you know, I think we need to have some talks that I think we had, but maybe we need more talks. And luckily, once he started driving and his hands were on the wheel and he couldn't turn up the radio or leave the vehicle, <laughs> like he was driving and he was just like, why are we talking about this? Why are we talking about this? But I had a like captive audience. So it's kind of nice to be able to. I just don't want to be her full topic of conversation in therapy. Like, I don't want to be. Right. Oh, that's no. my goal. Like, I just don't want to be everything that mom. she did. It's always mom. Moms. Everything goes back to the mom. Yep. It's my mom's reason. This is the reason I'm like this. Yeah. I just don't want to be her topic. That's the other discussion, too, though, that's so important. It's like, I want my kids to know, please go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> like, please know that now. It's, it's okay to talk to people. Plan to go yeah. to therapy. Yeah. Tell people how you're feeling. Yeah. That's why these podcasts are beneficial, because... I'm learning and Cover I'm listening to yes from the, food to periods. I know we've talked about cream cheese, we talked about gonorrhea. <laughs> now we talk, like this show has all the topics. <laughs> well, we haven't exactly. talked about yet. What are you into? What are you binging? Mm. Yeah, what yes, are you? What am besides I besides food? Obviously, <laughs> I won't say I'm binging. It's what am I snacking on in life? Hmm. Ooh. Yeah, what are you absorbing? Also, life coach, can we add that to your next list of possibilities? That's you sound like a friend of mine. He's like, so when are you gonna like? Put it out there. Like, do the motivational talks. Do yes. the things. TED like, Talk by Jamaica. Do the TED Talk. I'm here for it. <laughs> well, you just, I just, I live. And I just tell people what I've observed. Because I went through this phase when I was in my 20s. Like, I was trying to be somebody else. I didn't know who, but I wasn't really sure who I was. So I was just like, mm-hmm. I still don't know. I'm like, do I want to be goth? Or do I just want to be a jean and t-shirt girl? Or maybe I want to be a hippie. I don't that's know. That's the thing now. You can be all of those things. And, and you, you know what? Day by day, day, I am. by day, you can be. But that's, you have a comfort level and a confidence that you can do that you're starting out you don't have that so it's true you just live and you're like you know what i don't feel like doing that today and i don't have to but all right so back to the original question yes sorry what am i snacking on all right musically i will say i'm into new beyonce song oh yes i am i am releasing my wiggle i am doing i love the song what's the song called it's you won't um, break my soul. Oh. You won't break, but I use it as you got to listen to it, and I don't just listen to a song. Like I put it on repeat. I absorb it into my pores. Like I take <laughs> it all in. So yes, it is now my mantra. Now I don't care what you say to me. You cut me off in traffic. You won't break my soul. Uh, 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 uh. My husband was like, yes. "Did you watch my gym shorts?" I was like, "Uh, you will not break my soul." <laughs> Doesn't matter what you say to me. You won't break my soul. So yes, it is that type of song for Love me. It. So yeah, I'm in, in Lizzo. I'm loving where she Lizzo. is. No, I'm loving Lizzo. I, I was actually working the other day. I had to work on my computer, and uh, and I, I I just asked Alexa to play Lizzo, and I was just like, I don't think I see my problem with music these days is I don't listen to a whole album or anything anymore, so I don't know who sings what. Like I don't think I'd oh, be I able don't to tell know Lizzo artists, from. Beyonce. I watch award shows like oh like who is that? What yeah. is that? What <laughs> I, are you saying? So not up know. on pop culture, especially in music. <laughs> like music's never been a big thing for me. But it's funny because like I listened to Lizzo the other day working and I was like, oh, this it is, is so, so green. It's like, yeah, she's so encouraging. So too. fun. Yeah. I, I get pumped up by Lizzo. I'm like, oh, thank you. Because it's I about damn it. time. There yes. you go. There you go. And let me see. What am I? OK, TV wise, I'm on this show and I'm going to convince the world that everybody needs to be on this too. Oh. Seeking Sister Wives. Have you seen it? No. Okay. okay. Well, we want to be sister let wives, me, so that makes okay. sense. Okay, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, let me school everybody. Let me get my notebook out. To it. I have been trying to convince my husband for two years now, we need a sister wife, okay? Yes. And early on, early 30s, I'm like, why would I ever want another woman to be with my man? You turn 40 and have two kids, you realize, oh, yeah. I need some damn help We need the here. village. We yeah. need some help. <laughs> Don't hire a nanny. Get a sister wife, okay? And you get a young one so she can do all, she's excited about doing everything. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can cook dinner. I can yeah. run it, go run an empire. And I know that my children are cared for. Yeah. I'm like, I can sleep in the bed by myself. Like, it's your night tonight, honey. You take it. <laughs> I'm laying all of, like, sister wives are Starfished across the bed. Everyone's satisfied. It's exactly. Great. <laughs> Everyone's bellies are full. Everybody's satisfied. And I get to sleep. Like, that sister wives. So I, I'm watching the show. Seeking sister wives. Seeking That's sister amazing. Wives. What, what a great title. It's on TLC. The premise yeah. of the show is they're already a poly family and they're looking to add to the family. So some have two wives. They're looking to add a third. One is so they're kind of dating. They all meet. Is it, is it documentary? Is it or reality? Real reality? It's like, reality. This is a real family. This isn't it's a real scripted. People. No, no, no. Well, I mean, is any reality? Yeah, real? No, I no, mean, it's hard to tell. But I, but it's not like so. I've been watching um, uh, uh, pray. Pray and Obey, um, uh, Stay Sweet, Keep Sweet, Keep Sweet, Stay and Obey. And it's like basically about the Mormon fundamentalists. Um, and so it's it's the the, the it's the polygamists and sort of yeah, how it but, kind of took a right turn. But not all of these are religious based. Not all of them are Mormons. So it's okay. but it's it's unscripted. But it's just kind of you you watch them date. They all find these women on the Internet. I'm like, I'm not on the Internet in these poly chat rooms. Maybe I need to jump into them. I'm missing out. I, I don't know. I need to see what they're talking about. I just about. want all of us to have like a commune where we have the houses all around. That's by one giant plot of land. Yep. And then I'm like, I need some flour. Let me walk over to Amanda's house. Let me go over here. Like, you know, like have a barn in the middle where everybody can congregate, meet, meeting the kids area. can play. And then all the houses like Backyardigans, you know, the TV show Backyardigans. Yeah. Yes. Like all the backyards touch. All the kids can run out and play. Like big and love without the okay. marriage. Big love without the marriage. All right. Okay. Call a realtor. We need to find this plot of land and start building. Because you need help. Yeah. You really, you don't realize it. Because it's so, you can't be, I'm realizing this now. I, before I was like, no, I'm going to be everything my husband. And I'm going to figure this out. And I am every woman. Mm-mm. You can't be. No, can't Whitney be, had it wrong. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Shaka, you did too. You can't be every woman all the time and everything to everybody and still stay sane for yourself. Yeah. You need help. So sister wives, that's that is I like that. that's the all answer right. to the secret. You're are, looking, you a, are you a big reader? Do you read? I used to be the reader and the highlighter and the folding the pages. Now I just fall asleep in the book. So I've started listening to the books. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm I'm working on that a little bit. I I can read if I'm really into the book, but I find that the audiobooks help a lot when I feel like it's going to be a book that's going to take a little. Yeah, and then you, you can kind of pause them. I write my notes, and then reading makes me hungry too. So I, if I read late at night, then I'm like, why am I in the kitchen? I'm distracted because then I'm like, okay, now I'm eating cookie dough. I was supposed to be reading chapter cookie four. dough. That's my 10 p.m. cereal call. Is like, usually post reading. <laughs> is it like straight out of the the Pillsbury container or? Or Nestle? Well, no. There's one now. It's ice cream by Ben and Jerry's. They got the cookie dough in the middle, oh, and then yeah. the ice cream is around it. So it's like a two for one. Somebody also does. Maybe it's Ben and Jerry. They do the like bite. the cookie dough bite. Mm-hmm. So you take them straight out of the bag. The problem is my kids dump that in their mouth, and it's gone in a second. And See, it's not cheap because you don't have secret hiding places in your freezer. So uh, you write that note no, down. No, you secret have, hiding place in you the freezer. Have, yes, you put dump it, out a bag of broccoli. <gasps> See, she knows Do whatever you want in it. There you go. I never thought of that. No one's ever gonna <laughs> look in there. The vegetable crisp drawer. Nobody hiding, ever really looks in there either. Like behind my the hus- kale, right? No, my husband is not looking in the vegetable drawer. Do you know how many things I hide in there? He's not listening. You know how many hide- things I hide in the vegetable drawer? Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. But see, this will be trouble for me. I'm trying to like, I'm always like, oh, they ate it all. 
I'm trying to like be more okay with that. They ate all the Girl Scout cookies or they ate all the Cadbury cream eggs or the things I, oh, I do stash. Perry menopause, you need something or else you will turn into the Hulk at like 1030. I need chocolates. <laughs> so turmeric tea is not going to So yes, just it. put little nibbles of things, hide them around in all little right. places. I have so my, yes. you know what I saved actually from like last Mother's Day? I still have those like uh, chocolate covered cherries with the cordial in the middle like that. I just, they've been sitting there forever. Do you know how much stuff I've shoved in my mouth, but I will not eat those because I just think they're so bad for me? That, But I'm like, I That's am waiting. That's the limit? The I am waiting. Covered cherry is the now limit? Now you have yeah. standards when it comes <laughs> But I'll eat like a, a case of pretzels, but then I won't have the freaking one cherry that I really want. Yeah. No. That's sad. I know. That's I punish myself. I punish myself in weird ways. Go home and eat the chocolate covered cherry. I'm going to go home and eat the you chocolate covered cherry today. Thank you. I totally am. I mean, it feels from Mother's Day. It's a little old now. But it's a little, I mean, well, now it's Mother's Day last year. Oh, girl. It's 2021. <laughs> might not eat the those cherry. Things, I think those things last, like, get Velveeta, last cherry. forever. <laughs> yeah, get her some. I don't know if that's what you want to take the adventure on is some year old chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> might be a real ride. Good point. Hey, <laughs> maybe it'll, weight. it might keep me from ever, it might be a good food aversion. It might never, I might never eat those again. Oh <laughs> the things we do to ourselves. So, Melissa, I'm yeah. so excited for you. You've been really working hard on getting your immune system up and going really well and getting your body in shape. What's your secret weapon now? Well, I've been using AG1. Do you know AG1? I have heard of this. It's made by Athletic Greens. It's great. It tastes great. Uh, you do a scoop. Oh, no, because I know those veggie things can be not so tasty. This one is pretty yum. Okay. What do you, you like do? put a scoop in your water in the morning and it, oh my gosh, it helps in so many ways. So tell me what it's doing for you. So with one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, all kinds of good stuff, right? Oh. It's lifestyle friendly. You can eat it when you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, all the Whoop. things. So it's good for me. Yeah, absolutely. And it costs less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit. And I love this. They're sustainable too for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. That's and, amazing. Yeah, they do like climate neutral certified, all that good stuff. That is amazing. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. Yeah, and to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash WWB. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash WWB to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you, Athletic Greens, for supporting What Women Binge. We have some questions we got to ask you. Ooh, Every third okay. season guest has to answer these same questions. No pressure, though. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit. Just a little bit. All right. Is there a movie that you would watch with commercials? Oh, that's easy. Forrest Gump. Oh. Well, you shot in Alabama. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> Alabama. Greenbow. Yeah. Yes. Alabama. And I spin the commercials imi- doing the voice. So you've got to imitate all the lines. Of course. Lieutenant Diane, you've got no legs. I, that so, yes, I could watch uh, that. We're going to have Lieutenant Dan through. on this show in a few weeks. Are you kidding me? So maybe next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you want to come back and hang? Hell yeah, come yeah, I'm gonna walk on. right in and just stand Mr. Out Gary on the Sinise. Street, like, <laughs> Lieutenant, yeah. I stand at Lieutenant Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Lieutenant He's awesome. Oh, oh, got boy. new legs. 
That's such a good. That's such a good. <laughs> yeah, movie. I didn't appreciate it when it came out, mainly because it was up. We'll get. I've said this before, but up against Pulp Fiction, and Pulp Fiction was such a thing for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still have a teddy bear named Marcellus Wallace. But um, that I sleep with still since I was 16. But do you watch Pulp Fiction on like a random Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock? No, that's the thing. I won't watch Pulp Fiction anymore. Forrest Gump. Yeah, I will now watch Forrest Gump. That has become my long term, whereas Pulp Fiction, I can't wait till my kids are old enough to watch it. But they'll have to be like 30. I can't. Yeah. I mean, I watched it when I was like 16, but I can't let them watch that. They're not ready. Don't don't do that to the babies. They're not ready. (laughs) Um, Is there a book that you read super fast? Listen to super fast. um, Viola Davis's biography. It was outstanding. I watched, Oprah had talked about it, and I, she did an interview, um, I think it was on Netflix, or but I, I if is Oprah says it. this a recent book? Yes. It must be. It came out. I if Oprah to, says it, it is If word. Oprah says it, and she's like, from the opening it, chapter, I was hooked. And I was like, what, what the what? And, and does Viola read it in the yes, audiobook? Yes, and okay. from the opening chapter, I was hooked. It's very interesting to hear where she came from. Yeah. You really understand how she evolves into characters. She gives life uh, advice. I got a new understanding and appreciation for my husband, talking what she was talking about her husband. Oh. It, was, it was just enlightening. I listen, I would just take long drives just so I could listen to it okay. in the car. All right, I'm going to have to check that out. It just so, occurred yeah. to me, you are the new Oprah. Can I be? You can be the new Oprah. Yeah. Well, then. Give your suggestion. Can, can you do this, please? I would be, uh, you know what? I would love to be like the Oprah in the kitchen because here's the thing. I enjoy interviewing people and talking to people because I'm not a journalist. I'm re- I'm just a fan. I And I'm not there for the, uh, gotcha. What'd you say, Melissa? The people are listening. Like, I am just, I just want to cook. I just want to eat and laugh and have a good old time. I feel like Oprah sometimes wants to make people cry a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, but I want to go right. on her she show. She wants to get that emotion. She wants talk. to pull the emotion. This, that's what I'm saying. She's so good it's at like, it. I, it's a matter of just enjoying. Yeah. Some, okay, we're putting. I am all about manifestation. We have released it into the atmosphere, so you, and you can't take it back. I'm not taking it back. I'm so no, excited. I'm, I'm talking to the universe. The <laughs> okay. Universe, you can't have no, it back. No, but no, I've because I just it, it's something. People let their guard down when they're in the kitchen, naturally. Mm-hmm. And I find it, like, doing shows and interviewing different celebrities, they they are real people. And yeah. the kitchen is where it's like, if they've never cooked before, it's like, I don't know, I'm a little nervous. I'm like, you just performed in Carnegie Hall in front of me, and you're nervous about <laughs> cooking the lasagna? Are you, but it's, Ooh, lasagna is the one thing I can make. That's the one thing I can make, you guys. So, like, you know, when you have a baby she, or something lasagna. happens and I got to cook for you, I'm in that food train, you're getting a lasagna. All right. I can make a lasagna. I come to the house. That, That's I know the what only I'm thing. You're going to get lasagna. I, I usually have one in the freezer because I usually will make two or three at a time. That's I smart. can cook for 25 people, like a holiday meal, but I cannot cook for my family of five. Like, I can go all out because I will want to get the china out, dessert, wine glasses, fancy crystal, you know, the whole thing. Like, I, I go for it. You to what you know. Your but strengths. then it's exhausting and I don't do it again for a year. And then you complain, like, all this work I had to do. You yeah. kids don't understand. Instead of just, just whipping up some, uh, you know, mac and cheese and putting it on a plate. Oh, I need to add Viola Davis. But, oh, yes, add Viola Davis. What's it called? What's it. the book called? Do you know? Um, oh, gosh. It's one I word. Her ear can tell you. Google it. But no, her, her book was... Back. Riveting. Even Will Smith's book, listening to it, was very good. Oh, I bought that for my son. I need to. I need to uh, read that too. I, I wanted to read that with him. I found myself taking because I. Everybody Thanks, has. We're all put on this earth to give enjoyment and it to other people. 
So whatever it is. So you're in acting, you're like whatever it is. For me, it's food. I get people to the table with my food and then we have a good old time. And I, I wish I could like, do that. I so never jealous. want, you got lasagna. What are you talking uh, about? Everybody's at the table. That's all you get. But it's like for me, I love to feed the soul. So you're never going to leave my my table hungry or without saying, you know what? I think that was so profound. I, I guess mine is I'll bring people like, together. Like I'll you, I'll help you make you a friend. Bring people somehow. And if you're a comedian, you like you're here on this earth to make people enjoy something. So I kind of mimic my life to whatever person that I'm a fan of. So I mean, Will Smith. I don't know if I will ever be like one of the big box office movies. Like, but I took notes on how he broke down the formula to yeah. become who he became in that time. So it was like, okay, there's a form, there's a formula to everything. There's a recipe for everything in life. So I found myself taking notes of that's what he did. Okay. How do I apply it to who I want to be? So that's how I break down people's lives in books. It's like, okay, how do I apply that to me? Okay. I can do that. So yeah, but everybody's here to whatever you're good at, your talent, your gift is to shine it towards somebody else in whatever shape or form that is. And everybody's got something. And we're like, I don't know what to do. You got something. I don't know what it is. If yeah. you, you play the spoons, you be the best damn spoon player <laughs> spoon and player. make people oh, laugh I used and to be able smile. To do with that. I want to do that. You really have done spoon. everything. You really can do You did that in a movie one spoons. time. I have no rhythm, boy. but I can. No, maybe I, I, I rhythm, took a class no once. That's right. <laughs> class. I took a class once on spoons. I had spoons. a coach that had taught me how to play the spoons. <laughs> it's an acting coach. We did spoon playing. Um, is there a uh, favorite show you had as a teenager? I was into that whole. TGIF, the Urkel, and the Full House kind of era. I feel like, hey, how old am I? Teenager. Degrassi. Oh, okay. I love Degrassi High. I remember um, a different world. I was Degrassi like, was really big. Was that really big in Canada? I think it that was, was shot like, in really Canada, Canada, but it trickled yeah. down into to the States. Every, every actor I knew in Canada had been on Degrassi High. Funny. It's really? One of those things. Wow. And then I'm like, I'm kind of think, trying to think like the shows that you weren't supposed to watch. I think I was watching like Kids in the Hall. Remember when HBO? Oh, yeah. Like those kind of things where you kind of sneak and watch the TV down low. Yeah. Like those. Oh, I loved staying up late at night and watching Saturday Night Live. Like that was like yeah. such a thrill to watch that live was such a thrill like on Saturday, Saturday nights. Saturday Night Live. Friday night night tracks. Do you remember night tracks? No. The video show before there was an MTV. Mm-hmm. I never heard of that. It was night tracks. That's where you would see the BB the B fifty twos. Yeah, it was like old. Well, not I guess they weren't old at it the was, time. It was music videos and like like Boy George. I remember and Cindy Lauper. Like that's where I learned about yeah. art. But it was night tracks on a Friday. Well, that's night. interesting. I you know I was just telling a, a teenager recently about how they just don't have an appreciation for what MTV was. When well, it started, no and that that used to just be instead of like the radio on or something, you just be playing MTV in the house. That was basically the soundtrack to your home, and you and find your out friends the top come over videos and, and the and who's hot and what everybody's wearing. Like that's how yeah. we had to tune in. Now I remember you, having friends over, just like you know, we'd be done skiing or something, and everybody just come over, just like you just hanging on the floor, you take a nap, you grab some snacks, you're watching, you're not watching, you're kind of talking, you're you know, but like it was just sort of always on in the background. There was such a like. A thing, but right? that was our relevant point of how we right. learned. That was our TikTok. How, that was our TikTok. Like, what do you do with your hair? Everybody's wearing neon stuff. Yeah, you're tying up yeah. your shirts and you got the one sock and the, your jumper hanging yeah. down. One like that's where we learned. Yeah, if you're Chris, to, you're watching Chris Cross. Yes, yeah, so you got a bandaid on your doing? forehead. Like, Nell- yes, everybody wearing a bandaid because <laughs> Nelly did it. But that's nobody, why. but nobody wore the big clock around their neck. Like, 
like yeah. clip, right? I that was that was a, that was a little too cumbersome. No, but the big medallions and things. Well, yeah, were very popular. But I did have LL Cool J one time tell me that if I was going to be smart with my money, not to spend it on gold, like he did, <laughs> like he had all the chains that and stuff. Shit's got to give you scoliosis. I don't know. It's <laughs> a lot of stuff. You got to do some. That's thing. All that's so nowadays. Awkward. His investment stuff. in gold is probably. Oh yeah, really paying off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so is there a fast food joint you like? This is a good question for mm. you. Is there somewhere like yes. you're traveling you have to have? Oh, yes, because everyone's, oh, you're a chef. What does chefs eat? Is it like a Big Mac? Is it something really simple? No, it dep- well, it depends on what part of the country I'm in. West Coast, In-N-Out Burger. Oh, yeah. I'm not a Shake Shack girl. Oh, yeah. I like In-N-Out Burger. I hate Shake Shack. I the hate burgers Shack. are too small. Three bites and I'm like, They're greasy. They don't fit in the bun. Yeah. In-N-Out Burger. In the South, some point, somehow, I'm going to end up at Chick-fil-A. I don't know what yeah. they put in that chicken. It is holy chicken. Oh, yeah, I don't it know is. what they I do in that chicken. I was you were going to say Milo's as an Alabama girl. My- <laughs> Milo's for the tea. We get no, the t- Milo's for the burger. Uh, no, Milo's. There's always Milo's tea in my fridge, but that's about it. Well, I find, well, Southern girl, I feel like Milo's, you, we put some more sugar in Milo's. You start with Milo's as the base, then you add about three more cups of sugar to that. <laughs> yeah. And no, then, you got to mix the unsweet tea with the sweet tea. Like, I can't have just oh, the sweet. Oh, that's the balance? It's, it, yeah, it's got to be a half and a half. Oh, no, girl. You get all the sugar in one time. Ooh. All right. Then I'm going to give you, all right, food, I'm going to give you a fun fact. One fast food joint that I would allow, if I were still dating, allow a guy to take me on for a date. Arby's. Oh, I oh, love Arby's. I love really? Arby's. Mm-hmm. Oh my it? gosh. The roast beef sandwich okay. and the You've never the had Arby's? I have Okay, stop I have the a problem. Tape. We're going to Arby's right now. Well, here's, go right here's now. why I have a problem with Arby's roast beef sandwich and it's only because every time my mom craved Arby's roast beef sandwich, she was pregnant. And that was seven times. Well, I mean, obviously okay, with that's me, a I did. Lot of roast beef sandwiches, but she'd always be like, but... "Ooh, I think we need to go to Arby's and get a roast beef sandwich." And we were like, "You're pregnant." Like, that was, like, her crave. Well, who needed an EPT? You just went to the house. <laughs> yep. Yep. We always knew. We were like, yep, there we go. She's pregnant again. But, yeah, that Ar- you get extra Arby sauce. Uh, and the, All the right, curly I don't know fries. This. The beef and cheddar. That Velveeta on top. That is the only place. I'll make my lasagna let take me to Arby's. Yes. I'm, <laughs> and, I, our, and I ask for Instagram extra Arby post. sauce and I keep it in my purse. Because you never oh. know. that You can put that sauce on anything, girl. What about the comeback sauce? Is that from, uh, is that Hattie B's? Who makes that comeback sauce? That's, that's, is, that, is that Chick-fil-A? No. no, comeback sauce is kind of all over. I mean, they have it at Hugh Babies now. See that, but comeback now, see, sauce. See, all the is Yankees kinda... and West Coasters don't know what comeback sauce is, right? Oh, like, that's sort of a very Southern thing. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yes, it is. I mean, it's just a lot of mayo. You put some ketchup, spices. Sometimes you put Worcestershire sauce. Sometimes you put yeah, hot you sauce. Dip your chicken in that, right? Yes, it is the ultimate. But it's the ultimate sauce. You could dip your shrimp in it, your chicken, your fries. Like that is what. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. it's the sauce that makes you keep coming back to that's that's you come back sauce. To that sauce. There you go. It's the <laughs> ultimate sauce you dip anything in that shit yes is there a tv show you refuse to watch refuse like you're like everybody likes that i don't get it or you're like i started it and i can't finish it i can't pick up on the bachelor or the bachelorette Mm. i just feel like it is a giant show that everybody's gonna catch herpes by the end of it like everybody's (laughs) making out like gonorrhea exactly what i you about yes that's the shit boys are dirty yeah i'm just like wait a minute you just made out her and him like I know that's how dating goes, but I just don't want to see. Well, you got to listen to our episode from a few weeks ago with Caitlin Bristow because she was one of the bachelor. She was on the Bachelor and then the Bachelorette, and she gave us some insight into like, yeah, feeling a little, she really did have yuck to, about it yeah, too. Yeah, because and I've I've talked to two former bachelors. I never made that herpes comic. <laughs> well, started any rumors. I don't. I'm not starting rumors. I don't know. I've never seen anyone's medical history, <laughs> but all I'm saying is just, yeah, it's I. 
I, that's how dating works, but I don't like how that how yeah, dating works. That's like very that. modern. And dating. everybody's just doing being extra just to get some attention. Yeah. Oh yeah. They have to like you said, television production moments. But if you watch if I do watch dating shows it's with my husband and I'm like, see, you see what's out there? That could be you better my stay, favorite you one, better stay right here with too me. Hot to handle. Oh gosh. <laughs> Everybody's that? just walking around and they just wait. So good. Oh no. The first season. Second season was like a little much. But me. there's a sweet one. Love on the Spectrum. It's such a sweet one. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. I've had seen so many people one. tell me recently they loved it, and it opens up their mi- your mind to like a whole different perspective okay. on love and how there's someone out there for everyone. It's a really sweet that one. one. Or Love Is Blind. I did watch that oh, one. Yeah. So yeah, it was nobody really making out. You just kind of talked because you can't because you can't yeah, see the walls between you. Wall for it, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so is there a movie? Oh, show. Maybe you don't understand the hype of this movie. Top Gun One. <gasps> oh my god! I watched it and I was just like, "You and my husband both." Oh, he, he did it. But Top Gun Two was fascinating. Top Gun Two, so good. favorite movie of the year. But I'd never seen one, and I watched one. I was like, "Okay, let me make sure I'm not missing anything when I go see two. And I was just sitting there like. Is that the first time you've seen the first one? That was the first, like a few months ago on Netflix. I watched the first one. So it's like, a little dated. The well, first yeah, it's one is the dated. It is. But I have to say, that second one, I was excited to so see bad. it. We almost named our second child Maverick because I was watching Top Gun when I was pregnant with my second kid, laying in bed, like had bronchitis and Maverick and Top Gun's on. And I was like, I think we need to name our son Maverick. And he's like, no more M's because we were Melissa, Mark, and Mason. So he's like, no more M's. But my son found out about that and started calling himself Maverick. So I was always, I always loved the movie. But again, it's very dated. The music and the the romance it of it, and the I hair and all like, of it. Why but are they doing this to this lady? Like in this, yeah, I was just watching it. Like the this is what is... we were doing in the eighties. Like this is the the great movies. But this was it second? Well, oh gosh, the second one second was one phenomenal. Hit it in every. I wish I had work. videotaped myself watching the movie because I held my husband's hand like a death grip. <laughs> I throw my hands in the air when the plane goes overhead. Like woo. Like you as if like I'm like on, it, on like, a roller coaster. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm feeling the G4. And you're yelling at the screen like, pull up! And I'm like, pull no, up. wait, what about Rooster? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, I'm like, pull, wait, he's passing. Ugh, I can't look. You and know, you're like holding that. your breath. Oh, it was Question. a lot. Were you the only person confused watching it? Like, who was the lady? I had to Google in the middle of the movie, like, She's who the is Admiral's she? daughter. I realized that yeah. after I Googled, because I was like, this is not She's actually lady. mentioned in the first one, it turns out. There's she a was, yeah. and I rem- remembered it after the fact. But in the, I was like, who the hell is this lady? Let me... Yeah, because oh. you feel like there's a relationship there. Yes, and yeah. I was like, this is not the original He dated her before from- the first Top Gun, apparently. Yeah, I realized that in Pissed the off the Admiral. Of the <laughs> there we go. But yes, sometimes I just have to Google and... Yeah, I, what a yeah. good movie. God, but I want to go see that again. Yes, but I didn't understand the first one. I was like, okay, I'll I participate, that. but I don't get it. I get it. I get that you get don't get it. <laughs> um, is there a workout that you gave up on? Something you just hate to Soul do? cycle. Oh, yeah? You just don't like spinning? My booty in a, it is not going to be supported by a little triangle of a cushion. It is just not. It, it's Yeah, science, nothing can explain it. I, I feel like spinning is one of those things like running. You love it or you hate oh, it. Like, I love spinning. I took spinning. one class and she was like, all right, break. I ran out of that class so fast and never looked back. And my... I love it. You were sore for days. Behind was on like you, and then you have to walk like nothing's happening, and it's like, oh god, this is the. Yeah, I don't get on bikes for that reason alone. I will, I'll do any other workout, but I can't. Not, I'm not pedaling. Don't don't do that. We're not doing that. All right, so we'll we'll do other things together. Please, not spin. And if you say let's go to cycle class, I'm gonna say sure, and you gonna wait for me, and I'm never coming. (laughs) Good to know. I'm never showing up. (laughs) Do you have a favorite genre of book? Mm. Do you use cookbooks just out of curiosity? Not really, but 
it, I'm, I never read the recipe. I read titles okay. of recipes for inspiration because I never want, unless it's something that I've never cooked or I'm interested in how the breakdown of that actual technique, but I never want to like feel like I'm taking somebody else's idea. Okay. So I'll just read Sichuan something and I just start cooking it in my head how okay. I would do it. But I've got the, uh, the shelf of cookbooks. I still have my original culinary, I still have my, my original knife from culinary school. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Betty, she's still there with me, still chopping away. We've been there together for a long time. But yes, um, book, I love self-help books. Okay. I love that kind of, you can do it. I did it. Here's how you kind of do it. I And I love something that will break it down. Five easy steps and how to become. Now, those five easy steps aren't really that easy and they never really come together. But <laughs> I do enjoy seeing how other people's process unfolds. Yeah. So yeah, I, I want to feel like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. yeah. She did it. it. Why can't I do it? So, yeah. Do you like podcasts? Is there like a podcast you have on constantly? Mm, I started listening to like murder mystery one because they have like the snapped one. And because I will watch the show and then I start listening to the podcast, too. And my husband gets really nervous. And I'm like, I'm not going to kill you. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, these are all women that did it wrong. If I, I'm like, I'm trying I'm to, I'm to do it right. I am, yeah. I'm, I'm unfolding like what you You're not going to see do. me coming. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was like, you don't have to be nervous. I would never kill you like this. These people got caught. I'm not, I would never do that. Um, so I do enjoy a, a murder mystery podcast. And then I'm listening to one. I've been listening to it. Brown Ambition. It's um, it's financial investment type thing. Entrepreneurship for women of color. Because once again, I want to have those conversations and I get an understanding. What do I need to break down yeah, to my right. child so that she's not in debt in, in college and credit cards? And Because yeah. I see my daughter playing on games now. Like ABC Mouse, you can buy, you can shop on stuff. And she spent all her money. She looks cute. Little oh, things. are you serious? She's like, I'm going shopping. I'm going shopping. I'm like, you only have $16. Oh, I what get asked all doing? the time, will you buy me this dinosaur on this game? And understand. I look at it, it's $99. They don't understand the concept. They just think things magically appear. Yeah. And it's like, you ask for you it. You got to work for it now. Exactly. So I want to get an understanding for myself so yeah. then I can relay that to her. Like, $16 ain't going to take you far. That's what, uh, one gallon of gas come yeah. next week. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. It's uh So yes, I'm I'm educating myself so I can educate the babies. That's great. That's great. Yes. Um yeah, and do it now because as they get older, things they don't want to listen. <laughs> you know, well all of a sudden you'll be like, I don't have time for all this. Like, I'm trying to read all these books about how to help, you know, my my boys in school. There's something called a uh, I'm reading right now called The Crumpled Piece of Paper was due last week. It's basically about helping boys succeed in school, but I'm like I'm like 4 years too late to read this book a little bit. Like I feel like I should have I needed the help. I need the help now, not, you know. Well, but there's grace for that. That's the thing. Like yeah. if, where you where you fall off and someone else will jump in that space and save your kids. So cuz you can't be everything. You can you can't have every single conversation. But that's why God yeah. saves us and someone will save your child. That's true. You Good point. So yes, my baby will be potty trained by somebody. Now, I don't know if it's going to be me <laughs> cuz I'm still in chapter 3. Bring grandma in or an aunt or something, you know, somebody will do it. You know what? That you know who'll do it? Who? Send them to ski school or to church camp or something, they will do it there. <laughs> Somebody's going to get that bit because I, I keep forgetting. I'm just like, oh, crap, these diapers are kind of easy. They're yeah. expensive, but they're kind of easy. Okay, fine. <laughs> Let's sit here together on this. Yeah, that's a good one. School, too. School time. They'll okay, yes. If they haven't figured it out by then. That's what I always said about pacifiers. I was always obsessed with pacifiers. I'm like, they're not going to take it to college. 
Like they're just not. They're we not going to want to do that. But... So. <laughs> if we get that far, they're just not going to take it to college. Right. Don't worry. Yeah, your son's going to have it tucked in a secret drawer inside of his sock. Like, who needs braces? Okay. I know. <laughs> just a big hole in the middle. Um, My daughter holds hers like it's a cigarette on the side of her lip, and she'll talk to you and look down on you with that. And I'm like, don't you look at me with that pacifier oh, in your mouth funny. like that? That's like funny. she uses that. I love the pacifier. Oh it was, gosh, I had one that said just mute hanged button. it right there. Like it's like a mute button, right? <laughs> Stick that in the mouth. Um, do you have a favorite reading spot? Mm, my closet. Oh, really? I have, and my closet isn't massive, but I have built it so that it is my sanctuary. Oh. It's got my clothes. It's got my wigs. It's got all my purses. It's got, and I have like um, a diffuser in there, so I have smells. Oh. I have, and I just sit there, and I'm like, once the doors close, don't bother mommy. Mm-hmm. Like that is my space. I can just sit because I'm surrounded. Like my clothes, I make friends with my clothes. I make friends with my purses. I mean, I might be a little crazy, but I talk to them. Oh no, I'm like, I totally relate. We are so together on things. Like you take care of your things. You like you talk to your plants. Why wouldn't I talk to my purse? Yeah, like yeah. you, they be, all have a personality. They should. And you, you give them, you give them that that security. Like okay, little purse, you stay, you stay with me. <laughs> I'm gonna keep Let's you dusted. This. There I'm you go. These you. little <laughs> shoes. Come on, you gonna take me where I need to go today. <laughs> Like that, you, I talk to it's. It's a comforting. Space I actually for me. do that when I leave like a hotel room or someplace I've been for a while. I'll be like, "Thank you for keeping me safe" or something. See? Like I'll do that. So, too. so yes, go inanimate talk to your objects, clothes, your objects. favorite things. <laughs> like My talk to your is. wallet. Like you are gonna stay full today. Yeah. You're not going shopping today. You are gonna stay. full. I like that. <laughs> um, do you have your phone on you? Because we got to check your unread emails. I don't have any. You don't, you don't have any unread emails. Let me tell you something. I'm such a nerd. Like email comes in. I, love you. I am that person where it's like. Because I don't like to make other people. I don't like to wait. Wait, but like, we have I the same a manager. Response. I know he's sent you at least four since we've been in here. But and I will as soon as I leave here, I'm like, got it. Yep, did it. Check oh, it. But so, like I don't because it's so overwhelming to then look at all of the. I'm like, oh gosh, and then you don't want to do you it. You want to show her your phone, Amanda? No, now I'm ashamed. No, but you got it. It's it's like a block <laughs> of ice. Seven thousand. You got to chip at it away piece by piece, or else you're gonna dread exactly. it all together. I always and then you have twenty. Avoiding. I have twenty. I can't get rid of. Girl. Yeah, I know. I told you. <laughs> But so here's the thing. It's, it's scary. not that I don't read my emails. And, wait, and it was like 100 missed calls. So you ain't talking to anybody. 100 missed calls? Like, look, how many missed calls? Yeah, I know me. not to talk to you. Exactly. <laughs> She's been ignoring everybody. No, so I'm actually very communicative. I, I'm great at keeping up. She with, actually is. She does respond quickly. I am. It's kind of weird. I respond quickly unless I can't. Like, I, I set boundaries, though. Like, if it's nighttime, I'm. it's on Do Not Disturb. I'll get to you That's in the morning. Crap. We were talking last night at midnight. Right, and I turned you <laughs> off. <laughs> and so the emails, I look through them all the time during the day. I read the ones that are important, and then the rest just stay there. <laughs> what are they doing? Just hanging they're out? Just there. They're just there because she hasn't gotten rid of them. She, has, okay. she knows what they are, technically. But right. she hasn't. How are you with text message? Do you respond to text messages immediately or does it Not, take some time? No, no, no. Usually immediately. If I don't do it immediately, I'll forget about it. See, that's yeah, why that's I answer emails because I, I'm like, I don't ever want to leave somebody hanging. Yeah. I treat people. I'm like, if I'm answering her email immediately, then I, she's going to do the same thing right. for me because yeah. I need this answer. So it mostly doesn't work like that, but I still like to Mine think Mine are usually that. things I need to get to. I need to get an address for somebody or mm-hmm. I need to read this script or I have to handle the And, like, and you oh, got to do it in that. Sign up with that basketball team or something. Exactly. And I just haven't kid done would it yet. be naked. I forgot to wear the uniforms. I forgot to do it. So I have to chip at it yeah. in that very second or else. See, I, that's why I always have a few. I always have, tw- I, I'd like to keep it around 20 that I haven't read 
But I mean, I'd, I'd love to get to I'm jealous that you can get to zero because I'd love to get to zero. But 20 is about the lowest I think I've ever gotten. And it's usually I try to keep it around 40. I think today I'm at like 160 oh my just because I've been well, I've got so many projects going on right well, now. Here's, and I, I clean them out. But I will say your subject line better be interesting because I don't open yeah. things. I'm just like that subject line looks not doing that. That looks lame. I'm not even responding. To that. <laughs> so I will delete it out. Like the threads that are so long. So I'm like directing a movie and I might be directing another movie. Like so I've got all these built under all these different things. But it's like there's locations we're looking at. There's actors we're thinking about. There's, you know, so I've got all these that I'm like, oh, I haven't gotten to this. I haven't gotten to that. I haven't looked at this audition and or I haven't. And I'm and but they're a lot of the time under the same subject. And so I don't know. Sometimes it'll be like, a you know, 20 within there that I have to go open up. It does feel good when I open that up and 20 are gone. But I've also got to read them all. <laughs> Once again, you need a sister wife. I know. You get see, that young girl. She can answer all them emails. For you. See, it always Full comes back. What you need does sister wife. All right, so we got a this or that we got to get to. We okay. got to ask you some. Oh, there's more. Okay. There's a little bit more. Okay. These are okay. just funzies. Unzies. No, and these no socks are, my feet have never been so warm and cozy. Oh, gosh. They are just you gotta so comforting. Put a little, you put a little Vicks Vapor Rub on the toenail, a little moisturizer on the rest of the foot, sleep with that a sucker Vicks on, and you will have. Vapor well, I hear that it can, on the toenail? I've told you this. This is just, my secret. Just hang it it's on the toenail. toenail. Just put the Vicks Vapor Rub on the toenail and then put them in a sock. Like once a week, it'll keep the fungus away. Yeah, it keeps the toenails oh, nice the and healthy. Okay, nice and healthy. I do a little olive oil, and you. Oh, that probably does it too. Oh, those those cracked up heels. Yeah. Oh, your baby, your foot feels like a little baby foot hey, when you take. Mm. You can sock sleep off. in socks. I'm not sure. Only for the first hour. I usually peel them off in the middle of the night. I would I would suffocate. I also have my weighted blanket that's 20 pounds on top. Oh, of I me. love that. Oh no. But I gotta kick all that off me at some point in the night. Yeah, you especially know when the hot flashes come. I was about to say it's hot in Nashville, honey. Okay, listen. <laughs> okay. You this wake up dehydrated. <laughs> Superman or Batman? Superman. Spray tan or tanning beds, but you're beautifully melanated, so you may not need that. <laughs> but no, I I was actually Googling last week or thinking about a tanning bed because I don't like tan lines. Mm -hmm. And I got some and I was like, if I go to the tanning bed, would that work for a black girl to kind of even things out? I don't I, think I don't so. know if... I don't know how that works. In my mind, it, but I feel like then I got... I got I'm got. i treating it like a steak. Then I'd be like a little too well done here. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'd be medium well here. It all goes back to food. I got the flip-flop mark on my foot from the summer. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So can you just <laughs> stick your foot in the tanning bed? I don't no, know how that works. But the problem with that... The, picture. <laughs> the problem with that is it like, because I have the line on there, I would have to like do the opposite, right? Block out the part. And then, because otherwise it'll all tan evenly in oh, the like same piece. Sunscreen, the, see, sunscreen oh, the part that's already you tan. You gotta get the blue tape, the painter's yeah, tape. Yeah, the painter's <laughs> tape. There we go. That'll be lovely. Let's like, make sure you Instagram that, please. Oh my gosh. Uh, mascara or lipstick? <laughs> mascara. That's me. Uh, chess or Scrabble? Scrabble. I'm terrible at chess. I don't even know how to play. I don't. I'll that's do how terrible I am. I don't know how to play it either. I love Scrabble, though. Sand or snow? Mm, can I say both? Because I like I I like them equally and I hate them equally. Because sand, it gets in the shoe and then you bring it back and you can. it seems like it stays in the suitcase mm -hmm. forever. But then snow is like, okay, this is... Cause she keeps talking about skiing and I'm like, shit. Black lady ain't skiing. I, like I ain't been out there. I'm not skiing on that I like shit. the mountain. too cold. No. No, no snow. I like them equally and I hate them equally the same. So a little bit go. of both. All right. Twizzlers or red vines? Okay. <laughs> Y'all gonna throw me out. I don't like it. I, what's the point of a Twizzler? I feel like I'm chewing on a shoelace. What is the <laughs> point so of funny. it? That's how I feel about red vines. I like it. I like what the Twizzler. What is the point? Like, like I vines. can chew on a straw and get the same emotion <laughs> out of it. <laughs> so I don't funny. get it. I don't get it. Okay. So what's your favorite candy? 
The Snickers, probably. Something mm-hmm. chocolate or an M&M. M&M's, probably. Yeah. And I got a hidden in my secret place. Oh, all around the house. <laughs> I know. But then I'm when you run that. out of your stash, it's like, dang, I didn't replenish. <laughs> and, and it's nobody see. else's responsibility. No, but then you yeah. send your husband to the Walgreens at 1130. Say, go get me a bag of M&M's. <laughs> <laughs> um, facial hair or clean shaven? A man on a, a man. man. <laughs> Either way, however hey, you like hormones it. Hormones are real. I'm just saying that beard will come in. Um, a little bit of hair, but it's when it starts to grow back, it gets too scruffy. So you got to keep it at the right. The, yeah, it the can't right be length. long enough to go up my nose when we're kissing. That's yeah, cool. and I don't want that scratchy beard. No, it's like pokey. this is not no. romantic. You know, you're just giving me a rationale. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm worried about breaking out. <laughs> TV shows or movies. TV shows. I don't know if my attention span all the time is long enough for some <laughs> movies. <laughs> uh, plucked or threaded? Eyebrows, I presume? Mustaches? I don't know. Um, <laughs> plucking is not the best, so I will say threading then. Oh, threading. she's the first threading. It's so Besides painful, me. though. But I, I'm weird. But it's quick. I kind of enjoy a little bit of pain, though. I'm really weird like that. My husband's like, you like pain. I'm like, I think I do. <laughs> it's kind of exhilarating. And then you get to brag on it like, look what, it's no That's big nothing. deal. That's like, nothing. I mean, after you have kids, can't you take any amount oh, of pain? Yes. Yeah. Like, My pain tolerance is like ridiculous now. Like I was getting Botox and they wanted me to have some kind of numbing. I was like, no, just do it. Let's just, do let's just get this over with. Do it. But at the same time, I had C-sections. I didn't even push I anything out. Oh, I yeah. still say I'm a warrior. I don't care. <laughs> well, my first one was like, like way too long pushing and then still a C-section. Mm. Uh, That's what happened. Do not recommend. No. Uh, the second one was a C-section, like planned ahead because twins. Oh uh, well, yeah, you. That was like ahead. glorious. <laughs> ten I'm, out of ten would recommend. I'm so weird. I induced. I asked to induce labor for no particular reason. I think my parents were coming into town visiting, and my lovely Jamaican father said, "Am I going to meet a baby or not?" <laughs> And I was like, oh, well, damn, I, guess I better get something out. And I told the doctor to induce me just because my father said, no pressure. am I going to meet a baby? <laughs> me come all the way to California, me, me, me need to meet a baby. I was like, well, damn, let's just get this out. So, yeah, don't induce labor just because that was not the best. That baby got stuck. And I was like, damn it, dad. I know. I tried I to induce with my first and my, and my third. And those were the ones that caused me. Yeah, I was me. at like 40 in a day or something. I was like, shh. Let's just get around it. Yeah. Man. Now the yeah. Pitocin, I think, is like yeah. Uh, you let that for those bad. ladies out there that haven't had a baby yet. Yeah, Pitocin, let that baby no. bake. Don't just just jump throw them out there. I did the things no like with the third one, second and third. I did the like strip the membranes thing like that. But and like I ate spicy food and I got massages on my feet to hit the right you know pressure points. I drank whatever kind of tea you're not supposed to drink. Oh, when you, you just oh, went herbal through tea. all the internet. I tried. You everything. did them all in L. A. There's a place <laughs> called I think cactus or coyote or something like that and you're supposed to go eat their salad and they have books like journals like very very big books that you can sign oh and say gosh. whether or not you had the baby after you ate that the salad things we do vinegar i think vinegar helps induce but like i did the pitocin with the first one <clears throat> never again yeah it's all right <laughs> <laughs> all right last yes, one yes what, nirvana or foo fighters or what's your favorite band no nirvana nirvana, nirvana for me going with the original i feel like it's like the original Everyone versus the nirvana. reboot Kind of, I love that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Cla- it's a little it's bit of classic, a classic. Though. It is a classic. It's classic. Yeah. Once again, the MTV it's, days. It's, it's the nineties, yeah. right there. Yeah, we remember those music videos. I mean, Foo Fighters have some fantastic. I love the Foo Fighters. I think now I would choose Foo Fighters just because I think the music's actually better. 
But I mean, um, they're cool guys. I but oh, yeah, yeah. I I enjoy a song or two, but Nirvana's classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hey girl, are you? I'll make thing. you a lasagna. You take me to Arby's. What do you say? Extra Arby sauce. That's Let's what I do say. it. <laughs> well, thanks for being here. This is so, so much fun. Is, we could do this all day. I know we should. We should. Well, do it she'll again. be back next week with our uh, good friend. Oh yeah, I'm coming to stare at Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dan. Dan. Oh, come yeah, to he's gonna call security on me because I'm just he's like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, you got real legs. I'm he's like the nicest legs. guy, though. He will love it. Oh, <laughs> but you, you two were amazing. I yeah, didn't know what to best. what to expect, but I'm like. I got free socks. You yeah. got some These socks. These are free. I'm taking them, right? Ta- yeah, no, no. They're free. You take them. You take them. Just for spending your I time with us. We gifts. appreciate like, it. Like, this was amazing. Thank you. All right. You. Well, I'm coming to your next TED Talk. And I'm not famous, but I would love to come on your your cooking live show. <laughs> life, I'm going to entitle it Life is, is like a bowl of soup. <laughs> Here it is. Bowl of soup. So I like profound. It. Yes. I like it. It is profound. <laughs> well, thanks, girl. Never thought about soup like that again. <laughs> but thank you, thank you, thank you. This was amazing. I thank had a great time. You. So much fun. Thank you guys for joining us here at What Women Binge. Can you do us a favor and give us an Apple podcast review? It helps a lot. Yeah, and while you're at it, you can follow What Women Binge on Instagram. And follow me on Instagram. At Amanda WWB. If you like listening to the podcast, you would love seeing it. So you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Melissa Joan Artificial for full episodes, bonus content, and so much more. What Women Binge is produced by Laughagram Studios. Our wonderful theme song was written and produced by my cute husband, Mark Wilkerson. Video production by Matt Giesler and Jay Hawley. Audio by Matt Lott. Production assistant, Jen Best. And she is the best. What Women Binge is distributed by Podcast Heat. For more information, visit podcastheat.com. Do you have a question or a comment or a topic you want to suggest for the show? Well, we are listening. Email us at wwbquestions at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.